All right, what is going on, guys? And welcome to the Playing the Field podcast. This is a special episode for many, many reasons. The first reason being that is the 10th episode of Playing the Field podcast. We have done 10 already, all right? That is a big milestone for me. It is it is very exciting. I'm very excited. Number two reason why this is so important, because we're doing our first Q&A. So I had you guys ask me questions, whether it was on Instagram, all the social media channels, so Facebook, um, Twitter. I also got a lot of DMs. A lot of people didn't want to ask me questions on the you know on the post, so they DM me some questions. So I'm going to answer as many as I possibly can. I don't know how many I'm going to get to because um, some of them are, require a little bit more depth, so they may take a little bit longer. This is also a very important episode because it's the first episode I'm recording on YouTube. So the, this, this, like you can see behind the scenes. I'm, you know, you can see me wave my hands. You can see everything um, that I'm going to be doing behind the scenes. You can see where I record this and actually get a visual of what it looks like, what what it really, you know, the process is of this podcast. So without with that being said, let's jump into it. Actually, before I do that, I'm going to quickly update you on summer shredding. Summer shredding is going on right now. I think Currently, it's Thursday, and I'm on day 29, so do the math. I got, you know, a little bit less than 60 days left. I'm at weighing in at 217 pounds. Now, that's only a five-pound drop in, in four weeks, which is a li- is lower than I wanted it to be. I was hoping for eight. I was hoping to do two pounds a week, and I'm below that, but I also made that choice when I cheated the past couple weekends. And so I have to face those consequences. However, I'm not in a huge rush. If my goal is 200 pounds and I get to 207 and I get to 208, I'm still going to be happy with it. I'm still going to keep going after that. I am just tracking the next 90 days because that is the challenge. That is what I am doing right now. However, the journey's not, pardon me. Geez, I really shouldn't have drank that coffee before. I got a coffee right now, but as always, but, um, the journey is not going to stop. It is just the start. It's not like, okay, these 90 days are done. I can go back to eating like shit. No, this is going to be a journey that's going to keep going and going and going. Um, so that's the update for Summer Shredding. Now we can get into question number one. Let's check it out. So the very first question I got was, it was a deep one. Um, what's the most important thing that you have learned while starting this podcast or you know, so far while you've been doing this podcast? Um, and that's that's a good question because you know it was a big challenge for me. It really was. It was hard to um, not only you know have you made this commitment. I, it's a big time management challenge. I am not used to doing all these things at the same time. You know, I am very active on social media. I am very active. Um, on podcasting weekly, I have a full-time job, I am very active in the gym, I go six times a week minimum, and you know, I've been doing a lot of things, and so time management has been a really big factor in all this, so it's been challenging, Um, I think, you know, I struggle with trying to not worry about the listens, because even though my goal is to just benefit as many people as possible. It's still hard not to look at the lessons and see that they're dropping and dropping and dropping. So that's a big challenge for me. Um, and you know, I think as as I get 
continue with my consistency, it will just slowly raise up. It was just the hype at the beginning of the, you know, launch week, which is completely fine and I'm okay with it. And then there's also, you know, worrying about what people think about me because I'm out, I am completely open, I am showing everything and it's a lot to think about. So there there have been a lot of challenges which create a lot of learning experiences for me. Um, so what is the most important thing I've learned so far? And I think the most important thing I've learned is to keep going. Um, there are times when I've struggled when I'm like, well, listen, I'm only getting 20 listens in the first two days, which is like, you know, selfish and stupid, but that goes through my mind. And it's like, well, should I keep doing this? Well, yes, you made this commitment. I made this commitment to you guys, to myself. Um, and, and you know, it's okay if things get to me from time to time, but I made this commitment and I'm not going to give up. Don't give up is what I learned. I learned you have to keep going. You made this commitment. Keep pushing yourself. Keep putting out that content and keep striving to do better. I, you know, that was the goal. That is the one of the main things is self-improvement of this podcast. And if I'm not trying to better my podcast skills, better my YouTube skills, better my um, posts on social media, better my day-to-day life and the way that I treat others, then there's no point in doing it. So the, the main thing I learned is keep striving, keep going for what you want and keep pushing it. Stay committed, persevere, um, because it's a challenge. Because I think, you know, I've so many times have I committed to something and then bailed when it got less interesting or, you know, too hard. And this is not one of those times. I still want to help as many people as possible. I still want to really um, commit to everything and that is what I'm going to do. So biggest challenge I think was to, you know, or biggest learning experience was just keeping that momentum, keeping the consistency. And that is, you know, something that I will struggle with probably for a while, but it's something that I'm going to keep doing. And so that is what I've learned so far while starting the podcast. So the next question is from a questioner and they asked, how did you become who you are? You're 19, you're mature, you're going after what you want. The questioner also added that they want to like that I stay away from negative influences and have always been able to do anything regardless of what people think of me. Um, now I think about this question very often. It's something that runs through my mind. It's something that um, I do realize I am different than a lot of people my age. I realize that I'm doing different things. Um, I have different interests, and I'm I may be more um, just just generally mo- more motivated, or even just um, I definitely have a different aspect on life than a lot of people my age and so I think about you know the experiences I've gone through and where what have I done or experienced that have gotten to me where I am well obviously there's the just learning experiences like relationships like death like failures that I have gone through and struggled through um, that have shaped me to who I am but before any of those experiences I've always stayed true to who I am I've always um, really tried, like, you know, owned who I am in the sense that, yes, even when I was a young kid um, and fat and, you know, different, I still was myself. I was still the person who I wanted to be. Um, I went through some struggles. You know, things were hard. Things get to you. For a minute, you're like, well, you know, maybe as, you know, even as a young kid, you kind of act more like your peers, but I think for the most part, I've really stayed true to who I am. Um, do you know? Do you know how? I, when I was younger, do you know how many people 
thought that I was gay or told me, hey, you're gay, you like men because of how energetic, how flamboyant I am and, and how how our differences were, our interests were different. Do you know how many times I got that? Do you know how many times even I still get that sometimes? People, those people that told me that or did that are either mature now and just took some time to grow up and 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 get out of that phase or they're stuck doing something that they don't want to do. They're miserable. They're not um, happy with their job and they're not as happy as I am. But I wasn't hiding who I was. When I said I watched The Bachelor when I was in grade 8 and I loved it or I actually enjoyed hanging out with girls more than I did guys because we actually had better and more interesting conversations than I would with the guys who just want to talk about how big of fags other people are or making fun of others or just running around doing stupid shit. Why was I judged for that? And I didn't really care if I was judged for that. Yes, I you know, I went through a lot of shit, but but I always stayed true to who I was. That is the moral of the story. I'm not, you know, we were young. I was did a lot of stupid things as well. I made fun of people. I I did things that re- any child would do, right? But why was I different? Why am I now at a different place than a lot of people my age? Not everybody, because I know a lot of people that are similar to me are actually very mature, very well spoken, very grown up, very driven, and those are also people that I admire. Those are people that I look to. Um, when I'm thinking about my goals and thinking about people I want to surround myself with. But, you know, there are a lot of things that made me who I am. My family, um, I have my incredibly morally right and kind parents, my driven and beautiful sister, my brother who has overcome so many challenges and inspires me every single day to keep going. There are so many people um, who have surrounded me and influenced me that have create like really shaped who I am. Um, I'm so blessed to have grown up the way I did. If anybody deserves the credit for me, it's the ones who surrounded me my entire life, my friends, my family, uh, my peers who have taught me these lessons. You know, they're they're like there are so many things that I think shape me of who I am. Um, and it's it's hard to pinpoint why I am like this. Um, I just have come to an understanding that the world is full of all these opportunities. And not only that, but what is the point? I have tried hiding who I am. I have tried to be something I've not, I'm not. I've tried a lot of different things. And they at the end of the day, I'm less happy when I am trying to be someone else. And I think that's the case for a lot of people. So I just kind of realized, hey, this is this is me. I'm going to own it. Um, yeah, I am very open and that's just my personality. I don't care if people judge me. I don't care if people hate that the fact that I do a podcast or the fact that I actually put myself out on a YouTube channel. I don't really care um, because I am who I am. Because... I see that I have this ability to talk to people. I have this ability to talk for... I hit the camera again, damn it. I have this ability to talk for time on end um, and and not have to stop. 
and and really be able to socialize with people and put myself out there and not care what people think. So I'm going to own it. So I'm going to start as many different things as I can and put myself out there because it might benefit me in the long run. So really, how did I get here? The people that I think really shape me, um, the experiences shape me. There's a lot of aspects. Um, but at the end of the day, I just know who I am. I understand that the world is a better place when I am in it. And that sounds selfish, but it's true. Same with you. Every single one of you that are listening, the world is a better place when you are in it. That's not cocky. That's confident. That's realizing your worth. Every single one of you listening are better and are bettering this world. Okay, you have to understand that. And so how am I different? Because I understand that because I am confident because I understand my abilities. I understand the gifts I was given. And a lot of you have the gifts and you have to understand them and you have to own it because you have potential. But you're too busy smoking weed and, you know, not driven to really own it and discover your potential. Think about how much time you waste watching TV or, you know, laying around not thinking about what you want and what you love to do. Think about how much time you waste while doing that. Even if you don't know what you want to do, you're still wasting time when you could be figuring out what you want to do. Or not even that, but having these experiences. It's not even like you have to know what you want to do right now and go do it. It's more you're wasting your time sitting on your couch when you could be traveling, when you could be having these new experiences that you're not having. I'm getting way off topic from the question, but it is such, and I'm going to get back on topic in one second, but it is so true that I have this realization that I can do more now, that I can experience more now, so that I'm ahead in 10 years than people who are just relaxing right now. And yes, I relax. Yes, I at least probably spend still an hour a day on average watching an episode of TV because that is my chill time. That is what I love to do. But I still dedicate my certain time to do podcasts, to put out YouTube content, to discover myself, to have those experiences, to work my ass off, to get some money in the bank so I can actually do what I want to do for the rest of my life. I'm going through a complete career, like, 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 early life crisis right now where I am figuring out what I want to do, where I'm basically changing my whole life plan that I originally planned out a year ago thinking, okay, I'm going to do this, this, this. Now I'm switching everything up, but I am owning it, but I am saying, okay, well now I realize what the fuck I want to do. Now I'm following my passion. So I'm going to do everything in my power to, to get there. It may be fucking hard as shit, but I'm going to get there right? Like I don't care if by the time I actually get where I want to want to be in 10 years and but I spent the 10 years so for the next 10 years I'm going to spend working towards what I want to do and bettering myself and having those experiences because when I'm 30 and I can say yes I'm where I want to be I've traveled where I want to travel I have experienced a lot of what I want to experience then that's a win. And so many of you have that potential. I see it in you, but I don't, you don't bring it out and you don't own it. And, I, and I'm trying to help people in that way. Because I, whenever I have a conversation with people, they talk to me about their passion or even something they're interested in, but they undersell it. But they're like, yeah, I don't know. It's not really real. I was like, no, 
No, I love it, man. Like this is this is great. If you can do what you want to do for the rest of your life, then fuck, that's a win. If you can get so hyped up and passionate like I am right now talking about this topic, but every single day in your life, then then you are on top, then you are one of the best people in the world. I hope you got something out of that because I just went off. I I don't even know what happened. I'm just, um, you know, I just wanted to share that because it's super important. And I really, um, I think that is something that just had to be said. Sorry, not sorry. Um, As he sips his coffee. What is, okay, question number three. What is my fondest memory of true happiness? This was a very deep question. Um, My friend sent me this one. And, um, you know, it's difficult because I experience moments of happiness every single day. I, there are all these things like today. Okay. Not an hour ago. I went to Tim Hortons. Okay. I bought a coffee. I was walking out of Tim Hortons and some lady was walking in and I held the door for her and the smile on her face when I literally just held the door for her was, you could tell it was like, it was something that she doesn't get often, right? And that, and that, like, just, just the genuine happiness on her face from me holding the fucking door for her, like, that took two seconds, and you could tell she was happy, and and you know, thanked me, and we went on our day. But that really was a moment, moment of happiness for me when I could see the smile on her face and the, you know. The genuineness, which isn't a word, but the genuinity or, you know, the fact that she was actually truly happy with just me opening the door. There are moments of happiness that I have every single day. So when I when I was asked to recall the most, you know, fondest memory of true happiness, that is very difficult because I, I have it every day. Like everybody else, there are moments that, you know, in each day that really make you happy. But there are a lot of memories that, you know, I think of when I think of true happiness like I a lot of them go back to when I was a kid when I was you know young innocent and had nothing else to believe in but happiness but you know I'm going to leave this question open Um, there's a lot of memories that I could talk about there's a lot of moments where it was just carefree where I was just living life and enjoying it but I'm going to leave this question open because you know I think happiness is what you make it I think So for me, happiness is looking to the future. When I think about all that I can be, when I think about um, every single ounce of potential that I have, that I can, you know, and as well seeing my friends and loved ones become the successful, amazing people that they are and are destined to be. It really like when I just think about that, it makes my day and I do it often. When you think about, you know, the idea that my future is so open-ended and it can literally be whatever I want and whatever I, you know, make it is just, it brings me true happiness. And I, I think about it often because we are so blessed. Like we have, we have so much going on. We have Trump, we have all the stresses of being a young adult. And when you think about the positives, like the fact that we are so blessed with this technology to really create our own destiny and not be forced 
to succumb to all this pressure and you know stereotypical oh you should be an accountant because they make a lot of money you should be a lawyer you should be a doctor well yes we need those people because they well they're essential in our society however you can do whatever the hell you want you can follow your passion i haven't i haven't actually you know announced this yet um because it's still in the early thought process but I went to school for um, the, a trade, okay? Now I'm working in that trade, and it's almost been a year, and I realize I don't want to do this. I realize this is not for me. This is not something that I enjoy, and I can see myself being very unhappy for the rest of my life. So I thought, and I thought, and I was like, what do I want to do? What do I love to do? And fitness is a huge part of my life and I'm very very passionate about fitness but I always thought you know what it's very unrealistic I can't get anywhere in fitness I can only really be a personal trainer and they don't make much money well now I decided what I'm going to do is go into kinesiology get my bachelor degree and become a physiotherapist because there's many many things that I enjoy it has the health side of it, the bo- how the body works and the science side of it, as well as the social side of it where you are interacting with people every single day. And it gives me time to follow my passions. It keeps me in the same industry and I can really create whatever I want. So when I say that, I'm trying to show you that, yes, society tells us that, oh, you go for a kinesiology degree? Well, you know, there's you're just gonna end up being a over you know overqualified personal trainer, or what are you gonna do in the fitness industry? There's so many people out there that are um, YouTubers, or there's so many people out there who are the odds of you getting to be a famous personal trainer, or which is not my goal by the way, but the odds of you becoming big in the fitness industry are one in a million. Okay, thank you. That is amazing. I appreciate your input. However, if I can live my life day to day doing things that I love to do and loving my nine to five job or the at least things that I do every single day, then it's a win and you need to understand that. And so my, and again, I'm getting off topic, but my fondest memory of happiness is every single day I think about the future. Okay, I have so many nice memories. I have so many great memories, which is amazing. I love to think back of it. But think about the future. Think about all that you can be. Think, Visualize your perfect future. Think about what you want to do in 20 years and where you're going to be at. Right? Think about that. What does it take to get there? Do it. End of story. It's not hard. Well, okay, here's the thing. Though, and I, I, was, I, I regret saying that because it is very hard. It is going to be one of the biggest challenges for me to go back to school for not only four but six years. I'm going to dig myself some debt. But if I get out and I love my job, then everything is worth it. So figure out what you want to do and do whatever it takes to do it. The future is so open-ended. It could really be anything in 50 years. But I know I'm going to be there to just enjoy it so fondest moment of true happiness is just thinking about the future and everything that it holds wow we're getting really like i'm getting really off topic in this um podcast
All right, we're going to do, let's see. We'll do three more questions. Um, I'll try and hurry them up. So first question, or well, fourth question, what plans do I have for the future? Um, podcast, life plans, etc. I just kind of discussed my life plans with my podcast. Um, so the podcast is something I started to help people. I had so many ideas about the podcast. I wanted to grow it. I wanted uh, people to hear information that helps them. Um, I had this, you know, dream of of selling um, clothes, apparel that donates a hundred percent of its profits to charity. I wanted to have this vision of people buying my clothing that is helping other people. I wanted to be put in the position where I can literally help a bunch of different people. That is my goal, and so that was that was a random goal and dream but the general goal for my podcast is to be in the position where I can help thousands of people just by using my voice like there 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 are so many things I want to do but if I can be in the position where I can help thousands of people long term with this podcast then that really will make my life speaking of life life goals um you know, I, I have many different life goals. Short term, I'm, I want to leave my job in the next year and a bit and go to kinesiology, do the physiotherapy um, because life's too short. Why do this job for four, five years of my life, 10 years of my life, and then because I think it's safe and realistic and really end up not enjoying it? So that is what I'm going to do in the short term. Nothing is easy, but if you work your ass off, you can get anywhere you want to be. I am working my ass off. I am working a full work week doing podcasting, doing YouTube, doing everything on social media. And I'm just trying to gain true happiness. And I honestly, here's the thing. I am very happy with my life right now. I enjoy doing all this. If I didn't, and I, then I, why would I do it? Why would I be unhappy to gain happiness? Right? So there, there are like, I'm working my ass off, but I love it. And I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't love it. I wouldn't be enjoying it. I wouldn't be talking to you right now. If I didn't enjoy talking to you. Next question. Do my parents still know I wet the bed? Wow. Great fucking question. Now they do. That's the answer. I'll say it again. Now they do. Thank you for that question. Next question. Last question of the podcast. What person or thing inspires you most? Thank you for the question. It varies, man. Like, like. Many people inspire me every single day. That lady that just smiled at me inspired me. That my brother who is grinding all the time, working on himself, working on improving himself, inspires me. My sister who is in Toronto and just busy as ever, working part-time, going to school full-time, with all these goals, learning piano, like just trying to better herself inspires me. There are, there are people I run into every single day that inspire me, but I don't know if I can pick one person. 
Um, Gary V is a is a huge podcaster, huge YouTuber, huge inspirational influencer, whatever you want to call him. He inspires me every single day. When I am low on inspiration and I need something, I'll watch his videos. Christian Guzman, the person whose challenge I'm doing, he inspires me. When I'm struggling with my fitness goals, I'll watch his YouTube videos and get inspired and go kill that workout. There are so many people that inspire you, but I think that's what you need. You can't just be feeding off the same person for inspiration. You need this person for that, this person for that, this person for that. And that's why you surround yourself with a group of positive people who are going to inspire you, right? Like, think about it. If you're getting a shit ton of one-way inspiration from one person rather than surrounding yourself with a bunch of different people who are doing different things and they are all influencing you and coming at you from different angles, how much more will you benefit? Find those people in your life that are positive, that you love to be around, that make you a better person and surround yourself, like surround them with you. Uh, Fuck, I don't even know what I'm saying. Have them in your life often, okay? Like it is... It is so important to have those people in your life that inspire you, that drive you, that keep you going. They're, they're like it, it really it is so important. And when I sit back and think about all these people that really do that to me and, and like I was talking about earlier, created who I am and who I want to be, I didn't even know it and I was surrounded by all these motivational, um, really inspirational people and like my parents, okay? I'm a very kind person. I always, I'm very anti-conflict. I always um, am thinking about other people and that is because of them. My dad could care less if I smoked weed in high school, but you know what he would have been pissed about? If I fucking littered on the street. If I littered, he would have screamed at me for an hour. But smoked weed doesn't give a shit. But it's because he understands and he values and is morally right. He values the right things. He values... Um, being kind to others. He values going after what you want. Both my parents do. And it is so, I am so grateful to be surrounded by those kind of people. So what inspires me most? Everybody. Everybody I run into daily. Everybody that I see is going after what they want. People like you who are listening to my podcast and send me a message saying thank you or send me a message showing me that you're getting after it today. I saw... um, Savannah Payne, I think it is, um, she created this Instagram page called Thrifty, um, what was it called? It was, I, I don't have the name, but it was like, it was like a thrift store on or on Instagram, basically. She will go to thrift stores, she works at the Patch, which is a thrift store, used clothing, and she'll post different articles of clothing online and sell them and I was like this is a genius idea people love going to value village and finding unique articles of clothing people love that kind of old um hipstery whatever type of clothing and this was a genius idea so I messed her I was like hey you are killing it. I was like, this is such a good idea. People like that inspire me because they're going after what they want. They're actually creating something now as a 19 20 year old or they can benefit long term in the future. Or at least, you know, start who knows if she's going to do it for two years or five years or for the rest of her life. But this is a, you know, this is such a great idea. And who cares? Because not only is she tr- like, is she is she doing something great, but she's trying to find her passion. What if this is her passion? What if selling clothing is her passion? Who knows? But she's trying. She's figuring it out. So I'm sorry that I'm centering you right now, Savannah, but great job. 
Wow, this this is a lot of energy in this one podcast. Holy shit. YouTube, you got a good one today. Um, I apologize. Sometimes my thoughts are everywhere, especially when I get so hyped up like this. But um, I really... Whew, that's... Yeah, what a person. Um, so that's what inspires me. I'm calm now. My coffee's in my hand. Um, but yeah. Thank you for the Q&A. Um, you know, I think people were a little intimidated to ask me questions. I think, you know, some of the questions they might want answered, they were, you know, they wouldn't post on Instagram on the on the post or they wouldn't ask me publicly on Facebook. So DM me. So email me. If you have my number, text me. I will answer whatever the hell you want. Um, and I hope this helped the people that, that asked me questions. I hope this inspired some of you, if you didn't ask me questions, to get out and get after what you want. Jeez, I love doing this. Like, I don't even care if this gets two listens. I don't care if two people listen to this. I don't care if less people listen to this than ask me questions. I will keep doing this. I love talking. I love, I love getting so energized on certain topics. I love this feeling. So thank you for letting me do this, guys. Thank you for being a part of this. I really appreciate it. If you made it this far, you are like, I love you. Like, I really appreciate all of you. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's amazing. And I want to thank you all. So with that being said, this was a good Q&A. This is episode number 10. We made it to 10 episodes. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.